Comic fans around the world and those that aren't fans yet, and welcome to Mobile Suit Fandom Zeta, the podcast where your two largely inept but prone to love co-hosts Fuzzy, that'd be me, and Chris watch, summarize, critique, and make fun of the entirety of the Gundam franchise from beginning to end. This is episode 82, and we'll be talking about episode 37 of Mobile Suit Gundam Zeta, Day of Dakar in which so much goddamn actual plot happens, oh my god. Come have a pure time, and believe in the sign of Zeta. We are, we are, you know what, there's, I have some being stressed out because not a whole lot is certain in the world, but I am certain of one thing, you and I are going to have fucked up conversations. Hello and welcome to Bone Suit Fandom. Uh, Social distancing edition. (laughs) Cabin fever edition. There you go. Hi, Uh, you're probably getting tired of your family. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by this Friday. you're probably getting tired if you're anything like me you're getting tired of yourself <laughs> yeah and yeah and for some of our younger viewers uh viewers uh yeah that might be yourself you may just be yep. in the in the hole with your own thoughts and boy mm. howdy <laughs> mm. yeah the Woo. yeah uh Woof. I, w- I would like to float a little idea that me and my friends had, because this might be going on for upwards of a year, possibly, uh, of the mm. worst projections have it, at least. Yeah. Uh, if that does come to pass, find yourself, you know, some people you want to start a commune with. So, uh-huh. you know, you pick a few people, so you're all aware of where your vectors are coming, and just, just really solidify that down. Start a little commune yeah. with your friends. Mm-hmm. All my friends are a million miles away from me. I'm. You'll all have to move. <laughs> okay, fair. I'm not uh, suggesting everyone loads into one studio apartment. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna focus on this too much because a we talked about it in the bonus content and b you know maybe you maybe you don't want to just hear about you what's hear- going on in the world from every fucking angle. So. It's- it is, it is, a lot of people have pointed out it's very video game NPC right now, because uh-huh, everyone's just... <laughs> talking about it. The plagues reached Skyreach. We're just waiting on a hero, like, waiting on the right PC to walk up to us. To have you heard about Kavach? Kavach. Anyways. By the um... nine. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna try to be uh, not. Uh, <laughs> 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 Ragdolls dies. <laughs> I ate the poison apple. Sorry, <laughs> God. Do, try- what were you trying to say? <laughs> I was trying to say we're gonna try to be lighthearted <laughs> <laughs> with our war, our war, war orphan anime. Our <laughs> orphans. Us and the Warfins are gonna be oh real lighthearted today. Oh my God! What is happening? Uh, um. This comedy is, uh, is tragedy plus time. <laughs> what happens if you don't have time? Mm, just a, yeast. Uh, uh, we throw uh, in yeast. 
<laughs> Just a quick heads up. I am romantically involved with everybody in this episode. Um, they're all beautiful and awesome and doing cool shit. That's fair. Yeah. Um, this, this is some Final Fantasy VIII, like, let's steal a TV station leverage bullshit. <laughs> I love this episode. This episode is fantastic for a lot of reasons, but I really... It's such I, a different episode. It's, this episode isn't a Gundam episode. Everyone, it's not. I, you've been fooled. This is Tomino fooled. Tomino fooled us all. He pulled mm. one over us all. Because this uh, is not an episode of Mobile Suit Gundam. No. This is, this is an episode of a much more cohesive and tighter anime. Yeah, they found they found the plot and we're like, oh, fuck yeah, we found it. <laughs> Everybody look at this. Everybody look at the plot I found. <laughs> Holy shit, are you seeing this plot that I found? They really did. It's <laughs> like, holy... We like, were doing in-depth character analysis for the past 36 episodes and they're like wait shit they're <laughs> we're right. making a show <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> god right things need to happen to people uh, people just can't can't just do shit things have to uh, happen someone was like alright we killed a love interest let's hit this in high gear <laughs> <laughs> Screaming and honking the horn. <laughs> the Argama. Oh my god. The fucking Argama takes a fucking leap Does over a the highway. <laughs> Torres pumps the horn. <sighs> <laughs> um, there's an the air Argama carrier. unceremoniously crashes into a mesa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we open to. Uh, a Titan's air carrier called a Melord, Me Lord, apparently. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's the Titans of Doomla. Uh, it's commanded by Jared. Yeah. Who gave him a who gave him who, a ship? Who he's in charge him? of an air carrier. Who, he, Motherfucker keeps fucking up mobile suits. You put him in charge of an air carrier. <laughs> I don't. I don't. He protagonist a suit last episode, and they promote. They let him keep it. <laughs> Well, okay, to be fair, the last time, from the last time we saw him, he was leaving an exploding base. Right. It is entirely possible that he just ended up on an escape shuttle and was like, I'm the highest ranking person here. I am electing to believe that he He brighted out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck, I'm in charge? I'm in charge. Whereas Jared's like, I'm in charge. Wait a minute. I'm in charge. Wait a minute. You just said something that's making me think. He brighted it. Mm. He also yeah. protagonist last. Is Jared just just Dark Gundam? Is he really just? If he wasn't a shit, would he be on our side? Like through and through. Hmm. Like I, I grant it. I grant you. So I grant he, you that Jared Mesa is being a shitbag is as much part of his character and DNA and the basic capacity of his humanity as that fucking hair. So I think maybe if we go back, if we go, if we rewind, rewind all the way back to episode one. Yeah. And Jared's not the one who 
tells Camille, like, it's that other guy. The guy next to Jared is the one who's like, Camille's a girl's name. Mm -hmm. And then Camille beats the fuck out of that man. So Jared no longer has the stupid grudge. None of Jared's girlfriends get killed. Right. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he, maybe he comes to our side. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like, I feel like Jared had, and now that I'm thinking about it, it's what makes Jared an interesting character and why we keep coming back to him and why he is, in spite of being an unrepentant shitbird, mm-hmm. likable. I put likable in air quotes. Enjoyable yeah, to I'm watch. Yeah, because I'm still team, I don't, okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I say likable, I keep using yeah. likable in too broad of a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, no, I, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, I do very much mean an enjoyable time as a viewer to yeah. watch because, like, well, okay, no, Soroko's a bad example. I don't enjoy Ugh, watching Soroko. Not at all. Even. Soroko makes but, me uncomfortable just remembering him. But, like, uh, the example I was thinking of in my car a couple of days ago uh, was uh, Justice League Lex Luthor. Justice League cartoon mm. Lex Luthor. Mm. Uh, and, like, he is a bad guy. 100%. Mm. No doubt about it. The show does not present doubt about it. They no. still make him incredibly likable. You yeah. love well, watching Lex Luthor. For different I, reasons than you watch love watching the Joker. That's a different mm-hmm. conversation. You do enjoy Some of us watching. Are tired of watching the Joker. I'm thinking of animated Joker in particular. <laughs> I know animated to, Joker was Yeah. Mark Hamill. Was, yeah, Mark Hamill Joker was fantastic. Yeah. Um Still no, shit means both bad also, people. Enjoyable. A lot of fun. Get in there. Mess with that space. Bad guys. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, I, I think like that's most bad guys have there's a reason we're drawn to the villains. They're they're more interesting generally. Um because they don't have to be like a foil for us. They can right. be their own thing and they can be messy and complicated. Um so yeah, I agree. Like Jared is interesting because he is like the feral psychic child, but but for the bad guys, for the bad guys, and also just just as angsty, right? Yeah. So in the last one we had Char, who Char is not angsty. No, Char is cold and calculated, cool. mostly cold and calculated and cool. Whereas in this one, it's like, what if both of our young people were on fire all yeah. the time? Actually, you know what? Fuck that. Camille has chilled the fuck out. Like he's been way chiller the last few episodes, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, and the episode honestly, like the shit with four coming back, spiked him back up a little bit. He's been following orders and being like an effective soldier, and like honestly calling Char out and shit. Like mm-hmm. Camille's an Camille's a, an interesting fucking protagonist. Um, it's it's fun to see him like go up and down. Anyways, but he is still a trash fire because he's our feral psychic child. Right, um, he, he is still you know. So it is child. interesting to see both sides have the just screaming trash fire of a human. Um, and then they also have like the weird, the weirdly calm and collected mentor in, in Sirocco and uh, Char. I don't know if Jared has gotten, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure if I can s- say as sufficiently as you, that Jared has gotten a proper mentor character. No, no. Okay. Well, Sirocco that's not wrong. Not really like a string that. puller. I guess, yes, yeah. It, well, I think, actually, that's the uh, one of the better comparison points. Of Jared has had people pulling his strings, Camille has had people trying to mentor him. 
Camila's had Char and Amaro and Bright and even Appley and Roberto and there are a lot of secondary cats. Because Camille is a gentle reminder for everyone about our protagonist, a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, and boy howdy, 16-year-old boys cut. Well, really any 16-year-old. If you're a 16-year-old and you don't need someone kind of guiding your shit right now, you're lying to yourself <laughs> and everyone else. And everyone. Please take help. Hey, 16-year-olds, if you're listening to this, <laughs> get some help. It's okay. Uh, I don't know what your problem is, but you need help. Uh, second, Craig. Uh, what the fuck else was I thinking? before mm -hmm. getting into the weeds on giving 16-year-olds that may or may not exist <laughs> advice. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Our 16-year-old's getting uh, trained and appreciated and, you know, told he's doing a good job and mm -hmm. he should progress. And, and, only, and, only, and only hit by the rich asshole who's gone now. We don't have to talk about him. Yes, we, we abandoned Wong on a space station. <laughs> <laughs> Flipped him the bird as we fucking peeled out. Yeah. Uh... uh it's just yeah. like a little hummingbird. Whereas uh, Jared's just kind of getting hot air pumped up his ass. He's getting hot air pumped up his ass and told to go fight in a direction. And like, yeah. he... There was a chance Yazan could have taken him under his wing, but he didn't. And Haptimus yeah. has only used everyone around him so far, including people he has, air quote, under his wing, like Sarah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even Jared taking control that brief time where he was new type core commander for mm -hmm. Sirocco there. Yeah. <sighs> that went swimmingly, didn't it? <laughs> uh, and lasted oh so long. It, man, when I think about Jared's path more, he really is just chasing Camille. He really is. That's his, he is his what singular is vision. God, please get, stop it. Get some mm -hmm. help. So if this, he had any charm whatsoever, I would also ship him and Camille, but I do not. He, I do not at all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> whereas, whereas Char has a bunch of charm, and we want to see Amaro slob that knob. So Jared is in command in the big chair, still with right. his crutch. Uh, and mm -hmm. they're following some unidentified as of yet to us, but it's obviously the Adumla craft towards somewhere called Dakar. Mm -hmm. Astute people might recall, Dakar is where the General Assembly was. That's mm -hmm. uh, the Federation Space UN. <clears throat> right. Uh, it's also somewhere in Africa, apparently. Uh, yeah. Jared orders to follow the this radar ping, but the radar guy argues that this is apparently future Switzerland and uh, populated with humans we should like. Jared, okay. Jared's like, I don't give a fuck. Charge. <clears throat> okay, hold on a second. Um, I, this is something that I'm going to try to be better about going forward. Uh, yeah. And the anime does this. Like, the anime is, is guilty of this too. But I'm really tired of like, Africa's such a fucking huge place. And they're just like, oh, we're going to a place. It's in Africa. Yeah. That doesn't mean shit. So yes. I looked it up. Dakar is, in, is the capital of Senegal. So they're going Senegal. to Senegal. Cool. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Bad. back at it. I, this is also something interesting that I notice about sci-fi that we don't ever talk about, but there's this idea that in the far future, Africa will once again become the primary cradle of world civilization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, probably. Uh, just playing an odds game, frankly. Mm. 
I'm also just that's interesting to me why we keep doing that because I it, Gundam's done it, Halo does it, a lot mm. of sci-fi where we get the big cool robot dudes and go to space. We do that. Mm. I don't have anything further. It's just something I've just now realized. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Dakar, Senegal, Dakar, Space Senegal. UN, Future yep. Switzerland. Apparently, mm -hmm. and by that I mean the right ostensible peace, and you shouldn't be fighting yeah. here. Not allowed to do shoots there. Yes, Jared elects to ignore this, citing Jamatov has ordered us to do some funky business, and they go forth. Uh, there's a lot of citing Jamatov this episode. I just noticed. We cut over to the Adumla, dropping fast on purpose. Hayato. Yeah, it it's okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I was wondering if uh, what what we thought this was. Okay, I was. I, I think you're giving them more credit than I am, unless they said something in Japanese. Anyway, so the, so the uh, in is Japanese. Uh, they the radar guy in Jared's place mentions that they are they catching a craft, suddenly making a steep dive towards Dakar. Yeah, uh, it seemed the way I was reading it in order to make this make sense was both of these craft were kind of skimming the top of the atmosphere no, to go faster. I'm and, talking about this yeah. this next bit oh, uh, okay. because it's diving, charges zero G's down from the Hayakushiki yeah. next to. Uh, I I don't know. I, when I was that's watching, that, I was like, "That's how that works, Chris." I look. I know how the vomit comet works. I know how that's all that's how this goes. But it, I didn't. They didn't mention anything. They just kind of pretend. Like I don't know. I thought they right, just right. like. I actually really liked it because they okay. just do that without talking about it. I'll take your word for it. I'll <laughs> take your word for it. They did that on purpose, and it wasn't a shitty animating thing. Well, because the reason I th the reason why it's on purpose is because they close this scene by mm. showing that they level out with the bolt dropping. Yeah, that's what that is. Okay. One second, let me cough. <laughs> yeah, Much better. That makes sense. Okay, you know what? I will give it to you. I think I, maybe I was being too harsh on our our our, our lads, our cocaine-addled <laughs> animators. I promise, our cocaine-addled Japanese anime '80s animators have a plan. In that case, in that case, Char, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's what if they pulled up while? What if they pulled up as soon as you hopped off your thing? Goodbye, please. <laughs> You, that's completely unnecessary, you extra bitch. <laughs> so long, shitbirds. Get yourself a new son of Zeon. Anyway. Just fucking launches his own shins through his lungs. Huh. Hayato is like, why the fuck are you in the garage? You're not, let, you're not letting me fight in this one. He's, you're doing something else. He's like, yeah, but I always check it before every battle. It's a habit. I, I like it. I like That's being a shoe boy. I want to touch my gold lad. <laughs> Nayata's like, alright, yeah, that's fair. But mm -hmm. stop. <laughs> mm. uh, Hayato uh, apparently also has gotten a bunch of Karaba guys into the General Assembly ahead of time. Uh, an entire an entire episode of Leverage happened off-screen and yes. starred Beltorchka. And, and we got to see oh my God. none of it. And yes, I would, I would if, you, for it. if you would like to, you can write to uh, Tomino at one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Why the fuck, Lane? Uh, yeah, at Sunrise uh, Corporation Limited. <laughs> um, God. By the way, I forgot. I didn't. Re I forgot that was Bill Torchica for a while. I was like, who's this? <laughs> I I also forgot Bell Torchica existed for a while. So this like, was also just like, oh yeah. 
To the point where when I accidentally saw a bit of the next time on last time, I was like, oh, new character. <laughs> we do get a new character, but it's not her. That's Beltorchica. Yeah, it's just Beltorchica um, and sunglasses. <laughs> I do want to talk about this new character, though. Yes. Uh, once we got to get there. Um, fuck, does he die? I can't remember. He doesn't. We'll not. get there. Uh, okay, good. Well, he doesn't look, he doesn't seem to die, but uh, they do ditch his mech. Uh, yeah. We'll get there. Hayato, yeah. uh, plant. Right, so the plan of this is to hit the General Assembly mid-session and kind of take yeah. it over, it seems. A4 mentioned this bolt drops out of the air because it was floating, uh, mm -hmm. indicating that we've leveled out, and this is used to cut us over to the next scene in the locker room, where Camille is suiting up. Uh, Amaro meets him in there, and asks if Camille is okay to fight, since, um looks into last episode uncomfortably. Yeah. Buddy. Camille says he feels better moving since crying won't bring four back. Amuro says, I'm really glad you realized that so fast it took Char and I seven years. Oh, everybody's oh. so sad. Yeah, there is a bunch of times where Amuro and Char are casually really tragic this episode. Yeah, uh, I... And it fucking, stings. It yeah, genuinely kind of stings. They, I don't know if it's just me reading into things or if they did this on purpose, but there's... And, and it, it kind of... It, it's echoing back through the, the last few times in my memory because of this episode. But there's this, like, weird sort of, like, solidarity between them Yeah, about the shared traumatic past they have that, that is almost... It's almost textual at oh, points. Oh, it's very textual. I'd say this episode makes it extraordinarily textual. Mm. Uh, and I think we'll get into why it's the conversation at the end. But, uh, okay. I, yeah. I'm just 100%, saying, like, yeah. when they're together in the same scene alone, like, it feels like they are just like having a bit of solace in each other's company, which yeah. isn't just me shipping them hard. I yeah, think that yeah. I think that's on purpose. I think that I, is actually canon. I, I'd even say that that's like why why we have the ship. That a, right. a lot of a lot of the a lot of why people consider these two as two men who should be fucking isn't because of what happens in 0079. Like, don't get me wrong, that sword fight was extraordinarily. <laughs> Let's not let's not discount that. No, but a lot of what makes people go they should be fucking is what happens in Zeta, from what I hear. And yeah. seeing this episode, especially like, yeah, they should be fucking. Those are yeah, those are two dudes. Well, and keep in mind, we talked about this before. Those are two dudes who have touched psychic dicks before. <laughs> right, like, they have been up in each other's zone. They know mm -hmm. how to talk without God, anything I just, else. Oh my god! I'm just I just remembered the scene the scene where they fucking saw each other the first time in Zeta when they're falling through the fucking sky. Just and it's the uh, gayest thing you've <laughs> literally you've seen since. Fuck, yeah, I, fuzzy. I love. I think okay. Hot take. I fucking love Gundam. I think I think you might fucking love Gundam. <laughs> Alright. So, uh <laughs> the bolt <sighs> drops here. Oh wait, no. Yep. Yeah. Uh crying why they must fight. Right. They right, they leave the locker room. Uh Amar's glad to take quick on the uptake. Camille is confused why they do have to keep fighting though, and Amaro's response is that uh 
Humanity kind of evolves that way, frankly. It's strife. People fight. People war. People have bad times. And that's what leads to the progress that we have to go through. It sucks, but it's kind of the fact of the matter. There's also something I realized in watching this conversation as he's talking to Amuro, that there seems to be more of this shared understanding shit going on here mm-hmm. uh, to the stage where I'm like, did Camille have a proper new type awakening? Like, did he get enlightened last episode? There's... This isn't a Camille... The weird thing is this isn't a Camille episode. So, so we have tell. no idea, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, like, he's here, and he does he does stuff. Don't get me wrong. But this is very much a, a Char, Beltorchka, and Amaro episode. I, yeah, that's putting oh, it and, and the new guy. Addis, yes. The Addis has a whole fucking arc this episode. <laughs> and hey, I like Addis. Uh, I like Addis a lot. I thought I was going to hate him. Well, of course, uh, that's why. That's why he exists. He's the one good man. That's what the trope yeah. is. Uh, yeah. And it's a good fucking trope for a reason. So, mm. uh, I I get confused on whether Camille has had an awakening or not. Uh, so much shit happens this episode. Yeah. Camille, uh, that's how humanity yeah. progresses forward. Camille yeah. asks if Beltorchka has had this realization, and Amaro is like, why are you asking that? Uh, Camille's like, well, she went ahead on this dangerous mission all on her own and succeeded, and uh, Beltorchka I knew wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah, Beltorchka in this episode is a lot different than the last Beltorchka, I think. Uh, yeah. I think she's had, she's also had a growth arc off screen. Yes, which, thank God... Yeah, I, I remember just having mixed feelings and then eventually not liking her at all because she was too weird with Amaro. But I don't know. This episode, she fucking rocks. Yeah, uh, well, it it's something cool. And it is it's like you say, it's clear that she had an arc off screen and has clearly grown as a person, which is something mm-hmm. Amaro actually then addresses here where he's. After Camille's response, he goes, well, she has changed, but because she's an old type. For her, these traumas and the the weight of shit happening doesn't weigh on her mind like it does ours. Mm. It's this not that... Like she- psychic echoes for us. Yeah, and it's... I, and I'm not sure how much to read in and out of this because, like, you know, it's so clear that new type is a metaphor, obviously, right? Uh, that it's hard for me to quite pick up, like, what is trying to be said here and make it make sense for me, because I don't understand why uh, someone with less empathy would have an easier time, you know? Because that's kind of what the surface level of this is saying, and I'm not sure what I'm missing here. Uh, Anyway, Amuro... And Char, we they get in these two get in the elevator. We then cut over to Amuro and Char getting on a little scissor lift and getting in the DJ together. Uh, Char is like, hey, Amuro, I'm glad it's you taking me. Uh, I'm worried I get shot down otherwise. Mm-hmm. Amuro's like, it, it's fine. It's no trouble on my end. But also, why are you worried about shit? You are the star of the show today. Mm-hmm. 
Charizard that's why I'm worried. Uh, I just I love Amuro giving his boyfriend a pep talk. Yeah, right. Uh, as he's flying him to safety. Yeah, yeah, in his Big Mac. Mm. Uh, Char is also a little uncertain about his future in particular, uh, and how he's strangely insecure about this. Uh, Amuro's like, chill the fuck out. You're the star. You got this. You got this. And you will write a new future, not just for everyone, but for yourself. Mm. And Char just gives him a, huh, that was a surprisingly effective pet talk look and gets in. <laughs> Meanwhile, Earth. The ground on it, I mean. Beltorch- Action reporter Beltorchka. <laughs> Fuck, she is. She, her, yes. Wait a minute. Both of Yes, I know. Her spy thing is being an action reporter. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> we do see Kai at this episode, too. We do. I was so happy when he showed up. Yeah. Uh, Beltorchka and another Karaba agent are riding in a jeep around and chatting about their successes and being like, yeah, we captured the radio tower. We got guys on the inside of the assembly. My dick is huge. It's great. Uh, Beltorchka said that line, by the way. Uh, however, in front of... Oh, they also keep mentioning Luyo Woodman uh, was... Luyo was the... the- Back in Hong, Hong Kong, Kong, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Luio and Co. Uh, we met yeah. his daughter. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't remember the daughter's name, but I remember her face. Yeah. I'd recognize her on the street. I remember her because being she'd be very 2D. tired of everything. Yeah, God, she was, was so tired. Good. Yeah. She's very good. Yeah. She's us. <laughs> Can y'all just fucking operate like an efficient workforce for fucking once? Yeah. Um... Uh, she sees as they're driving up. She sees the checkpoint, and she's like, "Well, you need to get the fuck out of here." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." And yeah. he let he gets let out, walks off. She uh, pulls the gu- up. These guards, the guards are very creepy. Yeah, and, and try to fuck. Yeah, uh, to like e- they even get to the stage of like, we can't let you through, but we could work something out. And as the guard number one is putting the uh, her ID card back in her jacket or not jacket, her uh, shirt front pocket, she he gives it like a couple of gropey taps, and she just slaps his fucking hand. Yeah, uh, and he starts suggesting other things. When suddenly, off screen, a guy goes, "You want to stop that before you make a mistake? You can't come back from." And then they're all like, "Well, let's fuck this guy up." And then one guy's like, "I think that's a Titan." Yeah, the other <laughs> guard number two who licked his lips earlier. It was a whole. Mm. It was a whole close up shot. Uh, yeah, 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 not good. Yeah, uh, they uh. He, he runs over to guard number one after guard number one f- gun butt stalks this titan over the back of the head and is like, that's a fucking titan. Don't. Don't. Which, he's wearing a titan uniform, you dumb fuck. What is it? Apparently red and black does not initiate enough a- average rank and file soldiers flight or fight response. I guess. Which, this is a time to mention this war up until this point was... Not a world war yet. Yeah, this is the day. De- this is the day. It's a world war. This is this episode is also one where I realized the Titans and the Federation are more separate than I thought they were. I've been imagining the Titans as just like the Marine Corps or like 
the the green berets of the federation space forces mm-hmm. uh but apparently not apparently there's like a distinct separation between the titans and the rest of the it, it it's it's almost like I, I would almost argue the titans are a a if we assume the Fetties have the normal three branches, right? The or right. our ostensibly normal three branches, they're let's say they're mech force, their navy, and their infantry, right? Right. Or let's say armor force to yeah. round it out. Uh those three uh, Titans almost seem like a fourth distinct branch yeah. wholesale, separate and different to any of them, but unfortunately also above them. Yeah. Uh it's like it's almost like it's the same length of Tetris block but it's on a different orientation and on top of the other 3. Yeah. Uh which sucks and the other 3 hate it from what we can tell every time <laughs> yeah. they interact. Um but anyways, he's like he's like, "Yeah, buddy, go fuck yourself." And then he's like, "Hey, could hey, lady, could I get a ride into town, please?" I would like a ride to the pa- military base you are going to pass by, please. And Beltorchka's very, like, sure. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's very nice and respectful and, like, calm. Also, we find out later he has a fucked up sh- shoulder and was just like, fuck it, I'll fight these two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like on, he's on uh, leave. He's like, he's, he was he on was medical, leave, leave, medical leave up yeah. until checks watch this scene. <laughs> no, he's still on medical <laughs> Yeah, actually, you're right. <laughs> Um, but I do like the fact that he's like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm going to fight these soldiers. Right. <laughs> my busted ass shoulder. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't come to that. They let him through, uh, and she's going to, she's going to take him, uh, into town. He says, I'm sorry for these shitheads. His name is Lieutenant Addis, as we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, by the way. Mm-hmm. Isn't technically Jared still a lieutenant? Uh, yes. Okay. So. Roughly the same rank as as Jared at the moment. Yes, this guy has just as much capability as Jared, supposedly. Uh Uh, I think Jared may have gotten, like, one Battlefield promotion, because I think he's, like, I think he's one step above Lieutenant now, because he's been (laughs) through so much shit, but, like, yeah. Uh Also, it's fake. It's not, it's all fake. Mm. I don't... None of it's real. <laughs> no. Um, on the, on the, the ride, we find out Addis is a, a loyal Titan. Yep. Very uh, he, loyal yeah. Titan. Uh, he is capable of his quoting back. philosophy is just a quoted line from Jamatov. Yeah, exactly. Um, something Beltorchka even calls him out on. He In the Japanese, she says, yeah. so whose words are those? Yeah, and he gets all weird and blushy. Verbatim in English, too. Whose words are those? There you go. Yeah. And it... This is a good conversation, though, and but this is a scene we have all seen before. Typically, we see this scene with the one Nazi German soldier and the infiltrating American GI, or French sometimes. We've seen movies. We've seen this scene before. Yeah. Uh this it's this one's a good one, and it, uh-huh. it does a good job. Addis is likable, and more than that. His introduction is beyond likable, even. Uh, 
Like, it's one thing to just be polite, it's another thing to go the extra mile, and then it is yet another thing to have that extra mile be retroactively made even more. Yeah. Also, he's, he's like, understated in a way. He, he's not cool. Like, no. Addis is not a cool guy. Nope. He's not a hot shot. Nope. He's not uh, some sort of, like, suave badass. He's very earnest. Very. Like, about everything. Uh, which is, I think it was what makes his turn, not turn, I don't, spoiler, he has a turn. Uh, his face turn is what it ostensibly turn, yeah. is. Makes his face turn later, like, quite a bit more impactful, I think. Yes, and that's... Just because of how kind of sweet and, like... Exactly. Not fake he is. The, it, I, I would... It's to the point where I would almost tell people who want to learn how to write to watch this episode of Gundam, absent of any context, on why this is a really good way of pulling off the one good man trope and also making a character sympathetic, likable, and interesting. Because they do all of that in multiple capacities with Addis, down to how the fucker is designed. I'm not going to get too deep into it just because this isn't a visual medium, so this would be a bad place to talk about it, but he's designed to look mild-mannered and casual. He looks like one step of interesting above a background character in another shonen anime. Mm -hmm. But then he isn't. No. And that's why yeah, he's he, effective. He's, yeah, he, like like you were saying, he 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 does have a very generic generic look too. He's like mm -hmm. a dark haired, flat faced kind of guy. And but I, but there's a but he's got an interesting nose, and it's a yeah. little flat, and that's what makes you go, okay, that's an important character instead. Yeah. And but th that's clever. That's well done. That's smart. Yeah, mm, good episode. <laughs> uh, she does she does drop him off and says I he <clears throat> says he, he, like we get to the point where he was like you can tell he's interested in Beltorchka and like wants to kind of flirt with her but doesn't know how to do that yeah. so he just kind of says i wish we could talk more uh and she says well watch my coverage of the meeting uh, i'd love to hear your thoughts on it later and so it's like <laughs> me it's like, watching ominous yeah <laughs> um but anyways it's very interesting it was very he's just a i like him yeah uh alarms start going off <laughs> anyway air raid sirens <laughs> no but really yeah he and runs addis inside is like, addis is like shit fuck <laughs> runs inside to try to help the only way it could have been a, like it would have now this scene is funny it wasn't funny watching it it would have been no. funny watching it if he leaped over the fucking barrier too and was just like oh fuck <laughs> oh shit uh Hayato is launching mechs. Yep. Uh, People just flying and out of the Adumla on Dodais and such. Uh, Zeta, Zeta, obviously. Has, has wave rider mode. Is a wave rider. Doesn't Jared need like, any help. Hey, let's see if these are enemies. <laughs> Wild <laughs> guess. Friend or foe thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he turns on his own friend or foe signal to make sure he doesn't get shot the fuck down. And he does, he does comment that the Dakar garrison is very seems 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 to be pretty weak. He he has like three. He spends three sentences bitching about the this garrison and how salty he is that it's not up to Titan snuff. Yeah, just in case you needed more reminders that Jared is a shitbird. 
Addis, meanwhile, is like, I'm gonna get in this Ashamar, and this is where we learn that his shoulder got fucked up and his CO is like, no. No, we have we have enough soldiers. You don't need to What are you doing, go, buddy? Go home. Get some uh, rest. God. And unlike Jared, he's like, all right. Yeah. So he go he doesn't go all the way home. He just goes to no. the rec break room, whatever. Uh meanwhile his CEO runs, gets in an Ashamar, launches. I also completely forget they're called Ashamars until later in this summary, so up until this point I was calling them donuts. Uh, <laughs> Donuts is a very good name for them. Also, are. we get to see a lot of them in action this time, and like what they're capable of, and like how they handle in different ways. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, Addis, uh, Addis ends up piloting one. Yes, alert. I freaking really like these donuts. Yeah, the donut was a good suit. It's it it, it suffered from uh, you know special. Uh, theater specialization as it were because you know yeah. it's it's our flying earth suit yeah that we only use on earth uh mm-hmm. it seems so we haven't gotten to see enough of it and i agree yeah i want to see because this thing of, in fucking space yeah th- because of the way like how how close we get to them in this one and like how like visceral like close as in like we see we see them touch and like get picked up and and jostled around like yeah bumper cars almost like um we we see one crash and not explode like you know feel more real as a sidebar to that actually this is a very kinetic episode it is there's a lot of there's a lot of like yeah yeah shit happens without just exploding off screen and such it's like shit gets knocked around people there's i don't think there's any wasted animation in this no, they actually reuse shots a couple of times. Uh, mm. Pretty much every time you see an Ashamar launch, it's the exact same shot. Uh, no, but I mean, like, when when they're fighting and stuff, like, nothing's a throwaway. Yeah, like, it's not exactly. Like, this is it, like, hey, this thing is happening. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, generally. No, no, um, everything is actually relevant to what comes after it, yes. Yeah. Um. Anyways, fuck, I love this episode. It's very strong. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Amro and, and Camille uh, are, are in the sky together. Uh, Amro is like, I need to avoid. We need to. Oh, we need to avoid fighting because the the their point is not. They're not here to wage a war. They're not here to battle. They are here to keep the keep um, Char from getting interrupted. They're to deliver Char and keep him from getting interrupted. Yeah, that's their only job. They're not trying to kill anybody. Like also, like this is a, a civilian city. Yes. Like, Speaking uh, of which delivering comes multiple times. Speaking of delivering a pizza boy, uh, <laughs> Beltor is on the ground waiting in the jeep. She sees uh, the DJ coming down, meets it, Char it's, gets exchanged. As a note, the I think the DJ is the most recognizable from a distance mech we have right now because of his dumb wings. Yeah, it's fucking winged hussar I mean, shit. You see those things from fucking forever. Like, you'd think the solid gold mech would stand out. No, it's this thing. I, I mean, to be fair... Your boyfriend painted his mech bright gold. You think to yourself, well, I gotta stand out. You're not gonna be <laughs> loud colors. That's already gotten yeah. taken. So we had to improvise. Overcome. Yeah. Adapt. Big wings. Yeah. Anyways. 
So uh, the couple says bye, and then the other couple says bye. Uh, everyone leaves. Char is impressed, and Beltorchka says it's mostly thanks to Louio and Co. And a lot of contributing. Uh, Amaro then notices all the incoming mobile suits. Meanwhile, at the assembly, the people are getting antsy, and they're all clearly waiting for something. It's... You don't find this out textually, but, like, you can kind of put together that the Ayug people in the room are stalling for time so Char can get there. Uh-huh. But it gets to a stage where everyone's about to, like, get up and leave just as Char is entering. So he throws his briefcase down, throws off his coat, runs up to the stage, and goes, Everyone, sit down. I got shit to say. Uh, it suddenly everybody takes out their guns. Yeah, literally every AU guy draws a gun. A couple of the guards were like, hey, unauthorized people can't just talk on the podium. To which an AU guy sitting next to that MP just draws pistol and aims it up without actually looking at him and goes, no. No. <laughs> oh, sweet summer child. <laughs> uh, I think you will be standing right there, my good man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Quattro gets up there gets in front of the world and says, my name is Quattro Bagina. I am a lieutenant with the AUG, but you may know me by another name. My name is Char Nabel, the Red Comet. <laughs> Leading, but you might know me by another, another yet name. another name. <laughs> I am the son of Zeon Someday Kun. <laughs> and so this naturally causes some waves. Yeah. Because uh, everybody recognize, first off recognizes the name Char's able like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then like, I'm also a Daekun. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, he is the heir to the ideals of the people of space, a believer in freedom, a believer in the environment, and he accuses the Titans as being worse than the Zobbies, the people he vowed to execute. When, which he did, something everyone knows. And Addis watches on in dawning horror uh, from his break room. Uh, another Titan turns off the signal after a while, but it's clear that this is getting to Addis, and that someone would say something like that about the group he works for gets to him. After Addis is a little bit horrified, uh, he goes off to launch... Amaro listens from the air. We cut over to Greece and meet fucking Sayla again. She does I not have missed this. Apparently, they, did they cut it out? I don't think they cut it out. I may, I, I may have not been paying attention. Okay, well, Sayla, she doesn't have any lines. She literally just shows up for a cut and reaction face of like, huh. Uh, we cut back over more donuts launch. Camille encounters these Ashamars that just launch in the air, and we cut to commercial. We don't have any more um, reviews. That's what I'm looking for. Reviews. Mm-hmm. I do want to jump to the front of the queue real quick and uh, address. A couple of days ago, we got one from uh, Sam Shear, and I just want to read this one for everyone, too. Not a question, but hope you're both safe and healthy. Been re-listening to old episodes, and they're making these dark days a little brighter. Thanks for everything. Thank you, Sean Shear. Uh, that always 
that always freaks me out. Like, I'm always like, us? Yeah, right. <laughs> the thing is, I, I know, because I've had this reaction from podcasts before, too. Like, sometimes you just need something, right? Right. Uh, something, something, like, familiar or... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but like, I, is, I get like, what you're putting down. I am. I'm definitely like, oh, okay. <laughs> Time for an old series I like. <laughs> yeah. Well, shockingly, we are some people's old series they like, mm-hmm. or I guess relatively new. But you know what I mean. Uh, nonetheless, hope you're safe too. Hope everyone yeah. is safe. Be safe. Everyone, listen to podcasts. Be Share to podcasts. Each other. Don't. Just just because you're just because you're feeling fine does not mean you can go out and touch people. But also, stay home and touch yourself. Not in the gross way. Well, you can do that too. But hug yourself. Be nice. Don't 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 tell us when you're beating your meat. Do not yeah. do not absolutely do not. You can tell Fuzzy actually. That's fine. I don't don't sign me up for mailing lists. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, I can't find the I can't find the chaws I was looking for, so I'm just gonna do email chaws like I meant I meant to originally. We got a couple of them from Mike Bu. These Naturally. are from February twelfth, so we're almost a month. We're almost within a month. We're almost there. Uh, okay, so we we got uh, been a while, but I'm back. Hope y'all have been happy and healthy and well in my absence. Yes, we have. Well. No, okay, you know what? I go back and forth on happiness and health. So, like, <laughs> yes and no is the answer to your question. I sure but am. I am. <laughs> Definitely okay. am. First impression, the AMS-119 Daga. Oh, hell yeah, I know the Daga. I this do too now. suit fucks. It does fucks. There's a blue one. This suit fucks. I, 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 I've said it before and I've said it again. I want to go on an entire fucking tirade about how fucking much I love the design of UC Gundam comparing Xeon to Fetty Designs. Because uh-huh. this World War One motherfucker <laughs> right here is... The ab- the perfect fucking endpoint for uh-huh. all of that aesthetic. It is yeah. just as curvy as you want it to be. Snatched waist, but still beefy. Rounded edges, still beefy. Can punch you. Got- can beat the Not shit out of you. Does it have spikes on its shoulder? But it's got a, a swoof on the end of the pauldron. Yep, like a t- an upturn. Exactly. It's- it's also my, my one of my favorite things about it. If you check out its back, it's got one of those positioning rockets. Yep, for space. It's fucking clean as also, a design. Well, it's got it's got fucking what the fuck? Yeah. Um, if you look at them on the sleeves, yeah. it has the little hand. It has little cuffs. It's got cuffs. It's got yes, cuffs. the sleeves. <laughs> the sleeves are the uh, the unicorn bad guys. Yeah, and, fancy lad. Mm-hmm. They 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 genuinely put sleeves on their mechs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. You will build these guys eventually because this is the Mook suit from Unicorn, by the way. Fuck yeah. Yeah. In 30 years? Yes, in 30 years when we actually get to Unicorn. Because Unicorn's pretty recent, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the first run of Unicorn was actually earlier. Okay. Uh, 
so the actual shot from this is we're a little halfway done with Zeta Gundam this yeah. was a month ago. Uh, what are y'all hopeful for slash looking forward to for the rest of Zeta and in double Zeta Gundam? Side note, I'm really excited for y'all to get to Gundam 0080. Um, uh, so I was, if I had read this when it came in, I would have definitely been looking forward to four's appearance. I, don't know if I'm satisfied or disappointed with that. I got a lot of what I wanted from four coming back. I just don't know if I was ready for her to get fridged. <laughs> yeah, that's about um, how I feel about that one. But what are we looking forward to in the rest of Zeta and Zeta, Double Zeta? So I can't, I can't say anything about Double Zeta. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen in Zeta. I'm, we're so far. I thought we were gonna be on grips the whole time. Right. Like, I'm so. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect from the rest of this episode, this this uh, this season. Um. So this, so this show has been consistently full of like su- legitimate surprises mm-hmm. and like turns forward and like while we may be largely aware of how like the plot may go in general because it, it's anime you know yeah. it's 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 a sh- it's shows we've seen media we're aware of that at this stage the, the minutia is interesting and the small things keep throwing us for loops this is it's such a neat show that I don't it I is. don't know what to expect either. I, I'm aware of a couple of plot elements here and there and a couple of mechs that are coming up mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to see how they get involved and what the fuck happens there. Like when, uh, and Chris, whatever you do, don't look up this word. Uh, when the O finally shows up, I'm hype. How am I going to Google O? Exactly. <laughs> there's, that, there's that too. But uh, is it Big O from from the anime it, Big O? It is not Big O from the anime Big O, though I do wish Big O from the anime Big O just fucking walked Shows into this. Shows up and punches a motherfucker um, <laughs> off left screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only appearance. Um, I tell you what, here's here's what I'm hopeful for. I'm hopeful that Kai does get another run, um, because and I hope it's like Rakoa centered. Like yeah. I hope he comes back. Like is is like spying on Soroko's base and finds Rokoa or something like I want him and Rokoa to to interact some more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just want to either find out what the fuck Pappy's up to or literally never find out what the fuck Pappy's up to. There's a lot about there's a lot of new type bullshit I really want to see come to fruition. Uh, about Zeta in particular, cyber new types and everything Pappy is doing and what the fuck going on with Sarah and all of that is really interesting to me. I, I want to yeah, see more. Sa- I miss Sarah. I definitely want Sarah to come back in a bit. I also do not want Sarah to die. I, Sarah's I'm, a very interesting character for me. Yeah, yeah, she is. I, d- I hope she doesn't die. That'd be nice. It'd be nice if she went all the way into double Zeta. I you don't know what else. You know, this would be nice. What? More cats. Yeah, it's been it's been a while since we yeah, kind of got in on it with cats. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was he was dealing with some like pretty heavy fucking shit. Like remember that the last time that he kind of came to the end of that arc by realizing that he kind of needs to keep his head down and follow yeah. orders. So I feel Which, like we're not going to really address a lot with him again mm-hmm. because it's hard to throw in order to make cats have an interesting thing coming up, we're going to have to blow up the radish, basically. Like, we need yeah. to throw his life into turmoil again yeah. to make that happen. 
I'm 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 just I, I I wanted to say that because I was surprised when I had that thought because if y'all yeah remember <laughs> I was not a fan. Yeah, there is that. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So yeah, there's lots there's lots to look forward to with Zeta, which is great because it's not a whole lot to look forward to in the real world right now. <gasps> I got another one for Mike Buh. I'm just gonna do the Mike Buh sit two at a time, and I'm just gonna do both of them because right. it's Mike Buh. Yeah. Um. What's up, y'all? <laughs> just love uh, patting uh, patting out the the the. Hmm. <laughs> it's Ch- oh Chaz. I'm a fucking idiot. Patting out the Chaz and sending this one back uh back on the bus ride home. <laughs> Hope y'all have been having a great 2020. Again, it's been a mixed bag, but but I'm very I'm, thank you so much for <laughs> <laughs> thank you for asking every time. <laughs> uh, first impression: the EMS 10 Zuda, and I I don't know what this is, but I really hope it's an an emergency emergency medical mech. I it's want that so definitely bad. not an emergency medical mech. Hot damn it is not it is what are you it is a cg mech it's from a video game or an ova uh-huh. what he's there's a 3d ova what the fuck oh this is another thing from igloo yeah this is another thing from igloo i'm i'm gonna try to find a, a, some other pictures Ooh, i found a model kit man this is an interesting fucking looking mech yeah it's got kind of like a um a zaku one head with like a, a fin on the front of it uh-huh looks like and it's got EB legs. It's arm situation and like yeah, it's it weird like... ridging detail all along uh-huh. it is really interesting to me. It it's... looks it looks really low tech for a uh, an obviously Xeon suit. Yeah, this uh, it is apparently a prototype suit. Yeah, this doesn't oh, okay. look like if you told me this was a Xeon mech from Gundam, I'd call you a liar. It looks. It doesn't look right. It is from before the One Year War, so this is a yeah, proto proto. Double seventy five, yeah. This shit. Known pilots: Jean Luc Duval, oh, Monique hell. Cadillac. What? I need to know everything about you, Monique Cadillac. Uh, oh, she's a she is a redhead, so obviously a problem. Uh, <laughs> she dies. <laughs> Oh, I don't know that. Oh no, she doesn't. Oh. I was just like, oh, she's a redhead, and you see, she's doomed. Oh, her family member is Erwin Cadillac. Jesus. Oh, he looks like a fucking dope. I don't like him at all. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Fuck this, this nerd. Uh, uh, she's a commander. Dope. God. Special operations captain, lieutenant colonel equivalent. Hell yeah. Uh, anyways, Monique Cadillac is a fucking name, man. It's a fucking good name, too. It's also piloted by someone came named Wolfgang. Oh, he's got a metal a arm. Hand. He's got a robot hand. <laughs> he's the protagonist of Mobile Suit Gundam Hunter. And of then Black also clothes. this guy named Jack. Oh my God, Jack is dope. Jack's got a fucking buzz, a mo, a, like a tiny mohawk and an eye patch. Oh, he's from uh, Build Divers. I lo- I like him. So that's oh, that's also his avatar. <laughs> Who knows what he really looks like, but that's at the very least what he looks like in the video game. I would like, are you still on his page? Yeah. Scroll down and Uh go ahead and click on the fourth image for me. With the the dog, oh my God. With a ferret shaking a boy's hand while he jacked. Yeah, Yeah, is in the background. Yeah. Build divers. Build divers. Can't wait. Ferret is an important character. No. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. Here's, here's. (laughs) He is. He really. Hold on, real quick. I real quick. I want to. I need to check what he 
drives. Oh, we're so, we're so... I'm just real... His name is Rommel. His name is Rommel. He's a fucking ferret. And he drives a grimoire. A fucking... He just... It's got Heelys, first of all. Oh my god. <laughs> of course it does. First of all, independent of anything else I'm about to say, it's got Heelys. Rude. Uh, it's... It, oh, it, I kind of love this, Yeah, actually. this is, this is like, just a beefy military boy. It is. This is a business boy. It is a business boy. This lad got came... a little red, squat red head, and a little red, like, just enough red accents to make him like, oh, hello. Yeah. Oh, uh, please scroll down and click on those little posters you see. They're very good. Oh. Oh. Yeah. These are very good. Yeah, there's some posters. What's this robot with the chainswords? I don't, I don't know. I have I so many. These. I need eight of them. Oh my god. I, those want, I want a Does fleet he... of these. Minimar. He's got mini drones and they're called Minimars. Uh, How many can I get? How many can How I many? fucking get? Ha- do they come in, do they come in, in, in the, in this? Do I get some if I get the, the thing? The 144? I'm Googling now. Hi, this is good podcasting. I need this, like, right fuck, right the fuck now. I need so many. Show me. Show me. Show. You do get some! I can report you do get some. They don't have chainswords, though. They come with little knives, and they're just little drones. I want these ones, though. I want these little boys. I want these these lads. These are little lads that look like they hop around, and they've got a gun on one hand and a big prog knife on the... Fuck yeah. I need... Need it. Fuck yeah. Anyways, we've been giving the keys to the King of Netflix Gundam remake series. What material do you cover? Why? What blasphemous changes do you insert to give that Netflix uh, give it that Netflix made feelings? So I'm gonna do 0079, put a bunch of these mini mars around, just all over the fucking place, <laughs> just hundreds of them. Like you, you just can't walk because you're just running into hundreds of these little shits, just calling, and they're all they're all very foul mouth. They all talk a lot of shit. Hear me out. What? Hear me out. What? What happened? Uh, on one hand, the, the, yes, there's this many more thing, and I, I need, I'm resisting the urge to just dive down that glorious rabbit hole and just drown in the mini moir. Uh, mm. But I have an actual answer for this. Okay, good, because I've only seen 0079, and right. like, I'm like, oh, I guess I'd remake that. Oh, they're already doing that, because it's called The Origin. Right. <laughs> so the if if you're asking me to just outright remake something... <gasps> I would remake, uh, I actually wouldn't do 079, I would remake with CGI, the Netflix aspect of this is it will be a live action CGI thing, that's what Netflix is it here, right? Uh, I'm, I would do 8th MS team. I would do, I would, I would take 8th MS team though, and I would, I'd edit it a little bit. It's really good, don't get me wrong, I would tone back the Xeon super robotiness a little bit. To, to bring the, the super weapon that comes out at the end a little bit down in terms of how off-the-rails shits it is. Spoiler for you, Chris. The the bad... The, the MacGuffin super weapon of 8th MS team is a UFO on stilts. Hmm. Uh, yeah, except like it, it's... It's a lot like the the um the not day the earth stood still. What's the other big alien movie that's based on an old radio program? 
Mars Attacks? Not Mars Attacks, the other one. The, the... Uh, the tripods walking around and they're defeated by the common cold. Oh, um... It's Orson Welles. Uh, yeah. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. It's, wow, it's, it's, it's like War of the Worlds <laughs> except mech scale. Which, go ahead and imagine that. Terrifying, right? But it also shoots lasers that disintegrate mechs, not just humans on their own. So, yeah. Uh, bring that back a little bit. Maybe, maybe making it like a... Just something less than that. Otherwise, keeping almost all the rest of what's in the 8th MS team and just bring, like, maybe from 13 to 12 episodes. Well, I guess it was 14 episodes total. Just bring it to 12 episodes, streamline a couple of things, mm. be cognizant of the fact that the mech fights are going to have to be shot different, but use that chance to make it just, like... Really Pacific Rim it up a little bit here and make all of those hits just fucking meaty. So, I've got I've got an answer now, yeah. but I need your help because I cannot fucking remember what they're called. Yeah, I keep wanting to say goblins or like the the the, the squad of people. There's a, an entire manga about them. You read? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Lady... Iron Mustang, that one. Hmm. The 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 the. They're not called doo wops. That's not right. Yeah, the <laughs> the. the Wappas. Wappas! Yeah, the Wappa crew. Hold on, wait, are they called Wappas? Yeah, they're Wappas. Wappa Gundam. Yeah, it's a Wappa. Okay, yeah. So that Wappa Wheelless, crew. Wheelless, arrow, palletized, palletized also, personal actuator. I also, what, what was that squad called? Uh, the squad was, hold on, I've opened the page. Uh, the 4th Terrestrial Mobile Division, Iron Mustang, the Petty Officer Curon, the 908th Mobile Reconnaissance Company's second team. Yeah, they were just the WAPA crew to us. Okay, I I want a live-action WAPA crew, like, series. Like, maybe a a mini-series, like six episodes. Yeah, man, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wappa Crew has a lot of chance. I think I think actually just adapting Hard Graph Iron Mustang would be another good path for exactly that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Of just just lead up to this that that's another aspect of what I think could work well on Gundam of create a story that exists on its own within UC but lead it into an event tantalizingly within UC that would make people watch. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, that's my gist. Uh, or space western mars make it a procedural bam uh-huh. so my uh my buzz last question of this is uh there's an out- outbreak of coronavirus on the argama how does the crew respond slash what happens next uh they all self-quarantine and everything's fine <laughs> uh wait one one adjustment mm. wong is a dick about it wong dies. and dies unceremoniously <laughs> yep and Wong, Wong tries to hoard a bunch of shit and then chokes to death on a Twinkie. Yes, and is jettisoned out the airlock. Uh, his Done. Twinkies and wealth are redistributed amongst the crew. Uh, the toilet paper is uh, not. Ho- hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. Best Mike Ba. Mike Ba, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Yeah. Cha! God, only half in. Cha! Uh- Panic. <laughs> Panic cha. <job. laughs> We come back to Addis, uh, like realizing the plan. Making some delicious okonomiyaki in a Japanese food stall in Uh, Kyoto. 
Jared hops in his mech, hops in his robot. Yes, uh, it's the Bialand from last time, but now yeah, with the, the rest of the shit, end. this yeah. will be the last time we will see the Bialand. Oh! <laughs> Oof! Okay. From what uh, I remember on the page, at least. Uh, hmm. But Jared does turn on Char's speech, however, uh, arguing with the environmental point and then going saying, you know, we should all leave Earth to let it go back to its natural state. And also yeah. that uh, the Titans are being cruel and we need a force that is a police force of kindness and uh, 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 guidance, not a tyrant. To which Jared is like, the Titans aren't being tyrannical. We're being a police force. Fuck you. Uh Let's go attack the communications building to stop this. Let's go blow up our own shit to keep your words from getting out there. Yeah. Camille fights uh, Addis and his wingman, Mike, uh, but refuses to shoot until absolutely required, even telling Addis at one point during a grapple that... Hey, chill. Yeah, I don't want to fight. I'm just here for the broadcast to make sure it stays. Uh, Camille does end up shooting down Addis' friend. Yeah, Mike. Uh, I don't know why I remember Mike so well. I don't either. But Mike, Mike's Mike's donut starts plummeting towards the city, to which both Camille and, and Adish are like... Well, actually, first, Camille's like, oh, shit, why is he not trying to get a, pull away from the city? Uh, and goes after him. But Addis, Addis is the one who, like, goes dips first. down there, grabs a hold. Uh, Addis goes underneath it, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. And tries to, like, lift up, because he's in plane mode. Yeah. To try to... to try, and this is the first one where we're like, okay, Addis, is, Addis puts his money where his mouth is. Yeah. Uh, he's here to protect the civilians. Um, well, it starts going wrong, and he yeah, can't not stop working. the crashing mech. Uh, but then, miraculously, he can. Like a mom flipping a t- t- car off of a toddler. Yeah, as you know, mechs get adrenaline. <laughs> no, mechs just get a second mech that's helping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Camille lands, not lands, but, but grabs a hold to the top of Mike's uh, donut with the, uh, the Zeta. And Mike did eject earlier, by the way. Yeah, Mike said, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> you can see him even eject. My name's Mike, and I'm not dying today. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Camille helps, and Addis is like, why? And Camille reiterates his point of, I'm just trying to let the speech happen. And this is the first time Addis hears it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Camille, at this yeah. stage, notices Jared's group heading over and is like, ah, fuck, I gotta stop that. Uh, hey, buddy, listen to the broadcast. Just trust mm-hmm. me. And he heads off. Addis finally listens and turns on the broadcast. Char is talking that it's time for humanity to leave Earth and become a spacefaring race and let Earth become natural again before it suffers a complete environmental collapse. Amro notices the Bialan heading towards the comm tower and follows it. Beltorchka feels a shake as shit's blowing up around the, uh, the meeting hall. Yeah. And asks if there's any cameras on the outside. When everyone says no, she's like, you, schmuck guy. Cameraman. We're going to the roof. And they do. Action uh, reporter Beltorchka on the scene. Action reporter Beltorchka is not fucking around. Uh, has it already, did we skip it? When, when does Kai, when does Kai get his cameo? Uh, later. Later, okay. Um, Amro and Camille are, are just fighting some nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared is like, I hate this. <laughs> yes, he everything. He hates everything. Uh a shot goes by. Uh is this the part? Yes. Uh 
My bad, I'm skipping forward, yes. Camille takes out Izaku, or Isaac, whatever. Uh, Amo fights another. Addis looks on and listens more to Char's speech, and it turns to the Congress people who are all, like, nodding and listening attentively. Yeah. Beltorchka and the camera guy get up there, but uh, nearly get completely eviscerated by a <laughs> passing laser shot, which causes... To which the... camera guy is like, fuck you. <laughs> camera guy in the Japanese is like, well, ma'am, I would stand up and help you, but I can't seem to move my legs anymore because I'm scared out of my fucking mind. I can't, uh, yeah, I remember the, the, the subtitles and the voice being different. I can't remember what he said. I think he just said, I can't, yeah. or I'm not going to, or something in English. Yeah, yeah, um, he's... Uh, He's in the process of shitting himself, so Beltorchka yeah. pulls on her big boy pants. Beltorchka and... has no fucking fear. Does... Which we knew that. She like she like piloted a biplane plane. through yeah. a mech fight. <laughs> but Beltorchka has no sense of self-preservation. We were very well aware of this. Beltorchka is makes... confident in her immortality and is willing <laughs> to test it. It may to the point where at some point she's standing on the edge of this building with the camera. Yeah. Uh, oh god she does she's start so filming yeah um she grabs uh, the camera from the guy and starts yeah, filming she's like, this I mean. is mine now yeah uh watches the bialant and the dj go by and then watches a explosion happen in the city before the camera pan oh, our view pans back and it's like oh we're watching a tv now and uh char is like look behind me and see what terrible shit is happening outside the titans are tyrannical bastards the premise of them labeling their opponents as evil is in an act of itself of evil addis is in his mech having a crisis of faith asking i don't know what to believe or do anymore meanwhile jared and camille are fighting uh in the air uh, zach manages to slip by camille uh, but Addis rushes in front of the Zack to stop it and drive it off course. To uh, keep it from blowing up the tower. Yep. Camille... To the point, I think, I think this action is what crashes Addis, right? This action is what throws him to the ground, but he's not out of the fight yet. Right, no, no, yeah. Uh, but he does, cra- like, he crashes in donut mode yes. into the ground. Um, uh, Camille spears uh, that high Zack with uh, his lance from afar, causing it to crash. Uh, Addis reboots his systems and gets up. Uh, Camille goes over to that Zack and starts trying to get his lance yeah, out. he's afraid the Zack's gonna explode. Yes. Uh, uh, surprise, motherfucker, he was faking it. He's yeah. not actually half-dead yet. He grabs the... That Zack grabs Zeta's like, I got you, motherfucker. The Bialant lands and is like, well... Camille, it's been good, but, uh... Got you. I'm gonna shoot now. He ever, however, Jared takes too long to gloat, and uh, Addis just jumps in front and is like, "No, stop! You can't just shoot this guy in the middle of a city." Yes, there's people around. Are you insane? Uh, Jared's response is to uh, shoot Say, through this oh, guy's you're a traitor. Yeah, shoot through this man. Yeah. Uh, to this, the shot goes through this Ashamar and hits the meeting hall. Causing it to start to collapse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Char uses this as a chance to start this ending. Is good his... punctuation. Yeah, really good, well timed <laughs> punctuation for Char. 
ending his speech as the building collapses around him, saying that the Titans would rather kill and destroy him and their allies in the room with him, destroy a chance at peace, than even let him speak. That is who is in power right now. That is who is trying to control you. And that is the son of a bitch you must fight against. Good yeah. people. Let these uh, words echo. <laughs> Please. Uh, God, please. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jared is going to kill Addis. He's like, fuck you. Yep. You fucking piece of shit. Yep. But then two other Ashamars are like, like, stop, jump in and they're like, hey, Jared? They're like, what? We're like, People what are, are watching. I'm about to kill this guy. Don't do that. Why? Well, A, we've got orders to leave. B, everyone's fucking watching you, bro. To which Jared's like, people are watching. People, what? I'm on TV? <laughs> I'm on TV? Is my hair away? Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Committing war crimes. Yeah, uh, uh, ignore all the, like, sweeping up the remains of the guy he was about to murder. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is, this is, I'm just holding this for a friend. It takes a while for them to finally listen, but they do. Yeah. They leave Addis. Interest, they do leave Addis's mech mm-hmm. there. Uh, we mm-hmm. do not see anyone collect it, actually, mm-hmm. which I wonder mm-hmm. if he gets picked up by the AU. I hope so. I hope so. Me, yeah, like, really, though. Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the part where uh, so the Ashmars are like they the people of Earth are watching us and uh-huh. we see them uh, we go over to Kai who is sitting in a bar full of people who are all watching this and apparently it's full of criminals and they uh, one of the guys is like man those titans really are just murderers to which another guy responds yeah half of us in this bar are you idiot <laughs> so Kai hangs out in some fun places Meets interesting people. Mm. Uh, Sela in Greece continues to stare at the sea and grips her knee in silence, uh, contemplating these events. Mm-hmm. On the Adumla, Amaro and Beltorchka hug, and he congratulates her on a good job. She's like, well, what do I give for it, kissy face? And he gives uh-huh. her a little peck, and she's like, I wanted more than that, you son of a bitch. To which he says something like, we are on the job. Right. <laughs> He's like playful, but I think he says like, there are people looking. Yeah, in Japanese, <laughs> he says, not in front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like, like, I because she respects what he says, this seems more playful than like her being demanding of him, like, yeah. like we're used to. Uh, I actually really like this interaction. This is very cute. Yes, this was nice. Which is saying a lot, considering I am like, uh, excuse me, Bell Torture, that is Char- that is Char's, That's Char's, that is Char's boy? <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it's one of these fun moments of, like, uh, what we're putting on it versus the textual fact of the text here. And, yeah. like, within the text itself, this is a good scene, yeah. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, time for some gay shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ignore that now. Yeah. Uh, Hayato can, we cut over to a little shindig scene of everyone popping the champagne and being like, we did it. Hayato congratulates Char's speech. Char seems unimpressed by himself or anything, really, to the stage where Hayato's like, you did a really good job and gave a good speech. And Char just goes, did I? And walks out. Yeah. Amuro uh, looks at Hayato and is like, I could, if I could get this, I could, I'll, I'll, go, worry, I'll, go, I'll go talk to him. He's being moody. Yeah, he's, he's just... You know how he Listen, I'll, just, I'll suck his dick from the back. I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> this is okay. Despite that joke, this is the scene I was referencing earlier when I said like 
this is a very these two have a very intimate connection like well even perhaps not in spite of this joke to directly address this joke i don't mean physically intimate you should have like yeah let's just get into it yes so uh char has posted up next to an out looking window uh yeah actually i guess it'd be weirder if it went in looking window uh (laughs) yeah and Amo is like hey the whole resistance is excited because of you what's up uh char's like well i've lost my freedom i i have to be this now because that's the role I've elected. He laments this loss of freedom, and Amaro's like, hey, humanity's got progress. We've got to make this movement happen, and this is a huge movement. We're asking people to leave Earth forever. That's something that big takes one or two human sacrifices. That's how it is. To which Char laughs and goes, oh, am I a human sacrifice? Is that how this shakes out? And Amaro's like, eh, seems to run in your family. <laughs> Which, I was watching this, and I was like, fuck! Yeah! <laughs> like, that's such a dark joke! I was like, what the fuck, Amaro? <laughs> but, but, Char yeah. does seem to, like, kind of be like, heh, and they clink yeah. glasses. It's a very, it's very, like, because, like, you get the, there's so much to read into this. Like, they, Amro doesn't say that with any malice, or any, like, fear of what he's like nope. you get the impression he knew that joke would land yeah like uh i mean they've been in each other's psychic butthole so like yeah i guess you get a kind of a sense of humor out of that too yeah it's just a very good scene of, with two people who have like such a fucked up and long and complicated history with each other mm-hmm. who are now like on the same side yeah Literally on the same side, fighting for the like, same cause now. And and don't remember, if you remember correctly, the woman they both loved died because of their conflict. Mm-hmm. And like, then they watch. Well, to be fair, they did just watch their, for lack of a better term, adoptive son go through the same shit. Right. Like yeah. like. Uh, I feel like the touchstone a lot of people go with is, like, uh, imagine your kid going through their first big high school breakup and, like, heartbreak. Yeah. Like, that's that's something a lot of people can give advice to their kid with, because they've typically experienced that as well. Yeah. So, like, the, this is that, almost, except yeah. C- Camille's uh, stakes are just, yeah, Camille's stakes are way higher, obviously. Yeah. But, like, those boys' first heartbreak was <laughs> Lala. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah. So um, like I I yeah, they can do some gallows humor here, man. Like they they were at Skyrim. They they watched Alduin come in. <laughs> they know the gallows humor cuz they've been there. Yeah. It's just a very good scene. It a is, very it really good scene. Is. Like it, honestly like maybe one of my favorite scenes in all of Gundam so far. Yep. Um this next one's very good too. So Beltorchka and Camille end up meeting up, and if you remember correctly, they don't like each other. No, last time, <laughs> last time they interacted, Beltorchka was like, "You need to stop piloting the Gundam because you're a child." And Amro and you has let Amro be the hero. Yeah, uh, I j- just now kind of put together the whole like she is a real world fanboy too. Uh, uh-huh. This was Tomino she's being not like from this anime. Yes. She's from the real world and yeah. complaining on behalf of she's the fan. Yeah, she's an Amaro's dad. 
And Tomino uh, literally personified Amuro stands and was like, "Shut up." <laughs> um, but her and Camille like have a have a nice little jokey conversation to which they even call it out. It's like it's weird that we like are having a chill conversation. This is this is weird, isn't it? She's like, "Yeah, this is kind of weird," and they laugh about it. Yeah. It's very sweet. Yes, and you, can, and you can just see that they've both grown and they both acknowledge that the other has grown and that they have grown themselves. Yep, it's great. Uh, he asks if people are destined to just hate each other, and she's like, nah, people are, people, some people are able to envision the future, and some people aren't, uh, and people can sometimes lose sight of that future sense, and doing that will lead to strife within relationship, that's a natural part, and Camille just looks at her like <laughs> she just said Cthulhu for Thagen, and is... And she's like, what? I I'm moved by your words. And she's like, fuck you. He's like, no, I'm so no way. <laughs> oh, it's such a good scene. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, they talk about how people need to empathize with each other. Um, and that like people are dead and that sucks. And, yeah. and like it. Camille ties it back into the into the central new type theme, as we should probably call it and light it up in big things of like, you need to empathize with the people in the now and the people in the past and understand that experience is relative and that that is how you will build the bridges to have the relationships to make the peace. Uh, Camille bringing this back to both their them two together but also to the greater war and everything else mm-hmm. as the uh the peaceful little ditty mm-hmm. kind of plays us out the flute leads us into the doomless sailing into the sunset end of episode a good episode such a fucking good ep- so much happens it's well written the animation which we didn't talk about at all during the meat of this i i'm just going to tell you here fucking crisp yeah i mentioned at the top that they reused a little bit that's because the unreused shit is so fucking clean that like there are a couple of moments where people have crossed eyes and that is the most off-model complaints i can give to you about this episode a lot of cross-eyed people that's it the proportions fantastic the movement clean the shot composition thank you thank you cocaine (laughs) and and i like how we're still giving cocaine the the credit for everything Uh, well i mean the other option is i go through the credits every time and write down every animator and thank them personally (laughs) which they deserve but i'm not the one with the spoons to do that uh That that's our fourth Patreon tier. Uh, we thank every animator personally. Yeah, so if you're an animator, you want to hear your name said aloud, just give us money. Give us money. Uh, <clears throat> next time on Mobile Suit Fandom, Camille and Char go back to space. Titans attack, but as the Alexandria returns to the battlefield, the two of them feel a strange presence and pressure coming from the enemy vessel. It all comes back around next time on Mobile Suit Fandom Zeta. It's Rakoa's Shadow. You will see the tears of time. 
Oh, oh I, I can't believe, believe in, in you. you. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> I did not know that. Right? <laughs> I had to hold my tongue the whole episode when you said that shit earlier. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what kind of pressure you put me under? <laughs> Just sweating. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. Just, just me airplane flop sweating. Huh. Just oh. actual hose on my head. Cheesy peats. Well, I hope you enjoyed episode 82 of Mobile Suit Fandom. If you want to yell about how either of us are garbage, or that you actually like what we do, you can find us on Twitter with at MobileSuitPod, become a patron at patreon.com slash MobileSuitFandom, or you can email us at MobileSuitFandom at gmail.com. Also, if you are new to Gundam as a whole, or really just want to watch some Gundam, check out the official Gundam YouTube channel, Gundam Info. They have a bunch of shows, legally, for free. Until next time, mech fans, remember. One good man is a great trope for fictional characters, but hold your real people to a higher standard. Friends don't let friends become space fascists. Space fascists? Space fascists. I get paid to talk. <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoyed an episode... Fuck. Shit. Ass. <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed ass. Just plays us out. Well, I hope you enjoyed episode... Th fuck.